This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Back to you is up next, but first take a listen to this other fine... Opie Show. This week on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we interview perhaps one of the most dreamy stars from the 1970s. You know him. You love him. He was in Starsky and Hutch. He was in Fiddler on the Roof. We're talking, of course, about Paul Michael Glazer. Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. An Opie Show. Only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Mr. Baskerville, I'll call him because he's got manners on his mind. Was that was that very polite on my part? Notice that I didn't interrupt you. Yes, because interrupting from a list of bad manners that I've found, is right up there. Uh, It's irritating to be interrupted, and it's a very bad habit to interrupt other people. We, we, it took us 158 podcasts to realize that. Well, let me jump in right, 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 right now for a second. Exactly. Now yeah. it feels like home. feels like home when you do that. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, interrupted countless people and each other over the last year and a half. So I'm trying to change my ways and uh, show some uh, good manners. Uh, now, the whole thing about manners uh, is that there are things that uh, you, you probably do that you don't realize are common bad habits and manners that you should break. And there are things that are done to you that may not seem all that bad, but to me might seem terrible. And so, I, you know, I, I found this list from a place called The Spruce, and it's about etiquette and advice and civility. Civility. <laughs> <laughs> How much civility is there this year in this crazy year of politics and uh, pandemic? Yeah. Uh, so I, I imagine that, uh, and this list, by the way, was updated as of last year, just before COVID. So this is a fresh list of things that irritate the world. Uh, so it's not like I'm looking at something from long ago. Uh, it is pre-pandemic when, when you were around more people, but when this thing is over, we could fall back into the same bad manners. So I think it, it really does apply to what we're talking about today. And you warned me, you said, uh, I've got a kind of a list of manners that I looked at, and you warned me, don't go Googling things and look it up a similar list. You wanted to kind of hit me in the cold. Well, I wasn't going to. Where's the cold? <laughs> when it sounds like if you get hit in a cold, that's going to hurt for a while. You know. Well, this all hurts. Hey, keep your <laughs> keep your keep your punches above the cold. All right, fellas. Okay. Are uh, you ready? Let's jump right into this. I didn't say I was ready, but let's go. Look, the time for hesitation is through. There's no time to wallow in the mire. <laughs> See, what's that from? What's that from? Go ahead. You've heard that before, haven't you? That was Edgar Allan Poe. (laughs) Close. It was the Doors. (laughs) (laughs) They were a big Poe fan. I don't know why. Everything in my life is a song lyric, but that's cool. they They were a big Poe fan because they grew up Poe. (laughs) <laughs> that's right you like that it made me yeah i just thought of mama come here quick and bring me that licking stick <laughs> <laughs> you know who that's from who's from who's that from that You've was heard from, that before haven't you that was from buck You've Owens. Heard that no that was for close it was from james brown all right let's uh let's do this list of things that this is surprising right off the bat number one on this list this isn't in any particular order of this is the worst of the bad manners, but it's on the first one on the list. And you know what it is? It is staring. Staring is an absolute bad manner. Although looking at somebody in the eye while talking to them is, is considered good manners, staring at somebody is not. 
when you catch your gaze fixed on a stranger or you make somebody uncomfortable by staring, you should make a concerted effort to blink and look away. Now, if the purchase person catches you staring, you should offer a friendly smile before turning your attention elsewhere. I'll buy does that staring, one. Does staring irritate you? Yes, it definitely does. Uh, yeah. now, now, I picture being like on public transportation, like on the yeah. L train in Chicago, and you're, right. you're staring... Yeah, staring at somebody needlessly. Now, if if they've got something that you need to that just is so bizarre, you don't really want to stare, but maybe you you give them a side eye and you sneak a look once in a while. But it's it's rude you, to stare. You are on the money because the the photo that accompanies this one is a woman standing on what looks like a subway train, and she's staring at somebody. So you're right. Uh, that probably happens most commonly on public transportation. But there's another, in, there's a commercial out that I like that's very funny where this guy's a counselor and he's trying to get young folks to not act like their dad. Have you seen that? Where, where, yes, uh, yes. There, there are, you know, who reads books about submarines? My dad? Right, put it down. And, and one of the scenes in that commercial is a guy, he's with these students and a guy with blue hair walks by. And they all stop and look at him. And he says to him, we all see it. We all see it. <laughs> yeah. It's you know? a but, but, here's, but it made me think about you in particular because there's a little subset of that that cracks me up because it's the difference between you and me. When we go, if we go to a, like a basketball game together, and we're walking through the crowd to get to the seats. You absolutely try not to make eye contact with anybody. Right. While I will always look at folks. And, yes. I, and, and you hate that because looking at people in the eye leads to what? What does it lead to? It invites to conver it invites conversation. <laughs> so you are walking along not that we're not we're like like uh, we're Brad Pitt and Robert Redford walking through the United Center, but you're trying to get somebody to say, Hey Steve Steve No I'm just being hey. warm and I'm just being warm and friendly. Now, it does not bother me if somebody wants to stop and chit chat along the way while you hate it and and i love that you hate it that's why i will do it more and more right and, yeah and you're saying to me don't look at him don't look at him don't and, and i come on look, look away look guy. away look away <laughs> and the person stops and chits chats and i love it hey. so i don't have a, i don't have a problem with that uh at all and you know what if they do stop and chit chat i'm not I'm not rude to him at that point. I'm just no, not inviting no. it. I want to get to my seat or get my hot dog and my yeah. pop or my beer, and I want to enjoy the game. <laughs> and I want to chit-chat along the way. Now, this reminds me, and though, you of a case Steve. where... Oh, are you Steve? <laughs> <laughs> you just can't let it go. You... Yes, I am, madam. How are you? Uh, good to see you. Now, there's a... Uh, uh, long ago... Uh, uh, it was me and my girlfriend and another guy and his girlfriend. We went to a restaurant to eat, and it was about 8.30 or 9 o'clock, late, late. And uh, everybody was seated in the restaurant, and we come in uh, while everybody's seated. And, and as we're approaching the table, half the room is staring at us, staring at us as we go to take our seats. And it irritated this buddy of mine so much that as we sat down, he turned and he said, hi, everybody. <laughs> and, he, and, and it made them as uncomfortable as we felt. So uh, maybe if people knew how uncomfortable it is to be stared at, uh, they'd do less of it. But that's an interesting bad manner. Don't stare at people. Now, here's something that's really terrible. It's really, and it's really um, not PC- Never has been, and it's really chauvinistic. But yeah. if you're on the if you're on the L, or you're you know waiting for the bus or wherever you are, you're at O'Hare, yeah. and there's an absolutely beautiful woman that looks like a model, and yeah. you just can't 
you can't bring yourself to take your eyes off of her. And then you start to look kind of stalkerish. Um, would that be a problem for you to look away, or would you would you continue to look away and then kind of look back? I would have a problem if I was with you and you were doing that kind of staring. <laughs> no, that I, that's what would make me feel uncomfortable. No, I would be. I, would I be, know what I would. No, I would be I back would, saying, "Don't make eye contact." <laughs> I would say to you, "I would say to you, we all see her. We all see her." <laughs> She's we beautiful. all see her. Turn, Let her go. We all see her. Turn, turn away. We Let all her, see her. Let her go. Okay. Now, next okay. on this list yes. is, a, is a good one, and, and it irritates me. I try not to do it. Talking too loud. Talking too loud. Some people seem to talk at a high volume all the time. Uh, I, I get uh, embarrassed sometimes if I'm with a loud talking person yeah. in public. I do too. Uh, people do not like that because... It shows bad manners. They may not say uh, be quiet or, or lower the volume, but it makes people uncomfortable. And I don't think the loud talker knows that. You're not a loud talker. Now, would you would you no. call me a loud talker? No, I really wouldn't, because you once again want to avoid the interaction. So you're not going to talk loud. But but like if we're in a uh, here's the classic case of it. I'm waiting for a plane and I'm in the airport, and there's always some you know, some dude who thinks that, yes, and have Sally send Bob that memo. And then he's on the phone talking real loud like he's uh, the most important guy in the world. Oh, I did get that letter, Herb. Yeah, send it out right away. Uh, he's not talking to anybody. He's just loud talking and showing off. Well, and then that's a different point that you bring up is that is a person that might normally be, uh, I don't want to say soft-spoken, but speaks in a normal tone. When they pick up the telephone, then they turn it up like the person can't hear through the air, like they have to yell all the way to their house. So they do start sure. screaming, and it's because sure. of the background noise. You know, we, we've seen this in television. Have you ever seen a reporter when they're out by O'Hare and a plane goes by or there's highway traffic, and they don't realize that that thing in their hand, that microphone... Is yes. going to filter out most sure. of the outside noise, but they think they have to outshout it. Yes. So well, I'm out here. Exactly here. right. <laughs> well, I notice on any kind of sports show you you look at now, whether it's a panel show in the studio or a pregame show, everybody's yelling. I don't understand why everybody's got to yell. It's like if I yell, it's going to make my words seem more important. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think that this. This used to piss me off, but it was funny, and it was so typical of him. But I, I've told you this before, but in the studio at Channel 2 when I was doing the sports, you know, when you're, when you're doing sports highlights, it's a little bit different than reading the news in that you might, uh, you know, go up a decibel or so, yes. but, but not necessarily scream. And I don't think that I was a screamer. I think I talked overall. But Gene Siskel, who was in the studio very, very soft-spoken, and in his latest movie, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. was yes. understated, and he played this. This this is worthy of an Oscar nomination. So Gene, Gene spoke very, even on the air. Well, when I would do the sports, he would stand by the camera and put his hands over both of his ears like it was deafening. <laughs> and so I <laughs> I had to I had to do the sports by looking at Gene acting like I was taking his like I was hurting his hearing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but the thing here's the last line about that. At any rate, check your volume because you got to remember that most people can hear just fine. Yeah. So practice talking more softly. Unless the uh, the other person asks you to speak up, yes, I've got it. There's no reason. There's no reason to do that. All right, I've got moving it. on. Moving on. We've been practicing this one already, and we talked about it earlier, and we've even done it already in this podcast. And that's interrupting. Interrupting uh, really pisses people off more than you realize. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily uh, a bad form, but. Uh, you got to wait until the other person. Now, when you pauses, say interrupting, are you saying <laughs> <laughs> just just pause or stop talking before you you open your mouth? 
Okay, that's that's all. That that that's all it says, and I agree with that one. Okay. No, no, but, no but, up but, there. But 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 wait wait. Now <laughs> this there. this isn't an excuse, but yeah. it is a reason. When we're doing a podcast, and you and I are co-host, and we have a third person on that's a guest. It's very difficult when we're all in remote locations to know um, when that person has wrapped up their thought and whether you or I are going to jump in next with the all-important thing that we have to say. So it's very easy to, to interrupt each other. Now, that's, a, that's not an excuse. Well, it is, and it's a reason. Do you buy that? See how comfortable this is now? I didn't interrupt that word salad you just went through. <laughs> well, God bless you, Miss Matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. When you can't see the other person. So so folks ought to know that when they're listening to us, we have a guest. That that's, what, that's what's crippling us at the time. Yes. Right? Yep. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, uh, all right. Here's, here's the next one. And, and you're probably not guilty of this. Not tipping enough for service. Remember that many people who rely on tips, you know, they make below minimum wage and they often have families to support near reasons that they should uh, get a good tip. And you should tip according to the type and quality of the service rendered. But you should always keep in mind. Now, see, I have worked before. I, I, have, I had the lowest job you could have in a restaurant when I was a busboy. My tips would go from the guy to seat you to the head waiter to the wine concierge because I was at a sort of a fancy restaurant. I went through four people before I got any part of the tip. It was like Oliver, please, sir. <laughs> by the time I by the time I got it, it was hardly anything. So you got to keep in mind that tipping is really is a good practice. I always try to over tip. I do too. We've talked about that before because my feeling is we're in an expensive market in the Chicagoland area. And if you could afford to go out to eat, you could afford to give them a fair tip. And I personally, I will not penalize the the waiter or waitress if unless unless they happen to be tremendously rude. Uh, but I won't penalize them for food coming out cold because it's generally not their fault so i'll still give them the tip i know some folks who are afraid to complain about the food and have it taken back to the kitchen because you don't know who you're pissing off all the way back there yes you're right <laughs> and now, now i don't i don't feel that but when but it makes me think, it makes me stop and go, hmm, maybe there is something that you should be mindful of at all times when you're sending food back and then it comes back, uh, you know, 10 minutes later. Well, it's really, it would really have to be really off or horrific for me to send it back. And then I think everybody would understand that they, that, that, you know, they had made a mistake. Here's one thing before you move on to the next one about tipping, though, is that in this day and age, when people aren't carrying cash as frequently as they used to, that gets difficult if you're in a situation where you valet your car and you want to give the guy five or, or you know, some money. That 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 becomes a problem. It's very easy to reach into your pocket and realize, oh, jeez, I don't have any cash. Yeah, but you ought to get that straight before you leave home. True, you should. But there could be a circumstance where, if it's hectic and you're running late or what, and you and you didn't think about it, you should have thought about so what, it. <laughs> what could, what could substitute for that? Hey, want to hear a great joke? I, I, I mean, what, what do you what do you do? What is what's going to make the person feel better? I don't think there's that. a substitution. Mister Moneybags came out of the house and now he doesn't have any cash. I don't think there's any substitution no because here, if you because if you said if you said to the guy, "Hey, uh, I'm sorry, I always I always tip well. I forgot to go to the ATM today," and you know what the response would be? What's that? Hey, buddy. Do you know how many times I've heard that line today? <laughs> That's right. 
Yeah, but yeah, everybody's innocent in jail. Uh, look, okay, here we go. Here's another one that, and I wonder if you're uh, guilty of this. I don't think I'm really guilty of this ever. I don't think because I'm so wonderful. Uh, talking with your mouth full. Talking with a mouthful of food is just plain rude, and it's a sign that you need to learn some table manners, damn it. I mean, that's the way that it's phrased here. That, Not the damn it, but I threw that in there. Yeah, that is hideous. That is uh, something yeah. that really, really bothers You know who was really guilty of that? And she was the sweetest person in the world, and I, I think what it came from was that she talked so much and could not stop talking long enough to chew her food was my, my dear late mother-in-law she would pack she would pack the food like a squirrel into one yeah. side of her mouth so she could make room to continue to talk while she had food in her mouth <laughs> Well, see, I well, did she ever choke? Oh. Never had any choking problem, did she? Well, when she got older, that? older people always yeah. choke. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I told you that. Yeah, just sipping coffee right now, like you are, is dangerous, or whatever it is you're sipping, because yeah. it leads to choking. I could. Choke. I don't know what that is. It's tea. As you get, just swallowing chokes people. Now I don't get it. As you get older, <coughs> the 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 choking. <coughs> Excuse me. I just swallowed. <laughs> now, a little subset of that is that I consider bad manners. Maybe it doesn't bother you. You're opening up the hardcore stuff now, aren't you? We all heard that snap. We all was, heard it. That was LaCroix. <laughs> I went from my tea to my LaCroix. Fancy man. A little subset of that. It's something that irritates me and is bad manners. I don't like anybody eating in my car. I don't want you as a passenger opening up a bag of chips. I don't want you to suddenly, you know, suddenly there's a half a ham sandwich appears and you start to eat it. I have never eaten in my car. There's some people who will routinely eat breakfast in the car because they just got to eat. That's the only time as they're headed to work, they're going to eat in a car or they'll have lunch on the way from here to there. I can I cannot stand that, that I can't, I hate being in my car and glance over and seeing some guy going through half a, a, ho, a hoagie in his mouth eating while he's driving. I, I agree with that uh, to a certain extent, except I have broken that rule. Um, when we're on the road and we're driving a few hundred miles in the day and we want to make a few miles and we happen to go through like a McDonald's, I'll allow it. No. McDonald's is fast enough. Eat in the joint and then leave. There's no reason to be eating in a car. I think for me, as a little kid, I was always, my mother hammered home, sit down when you chew, stop and eat. Don't get up from the, you know, yeah. eat. Uh, yeah. eating yeah. is something. Yeah. And, and the other thing about it is how could you possibly enjoy whatever it is you're eating while you're driving? You can't. Just don't get that. You can't. So if you, if uh, like next spring or summer, you and I were to drive somewhere, you know, hop in your car. Hey, let's go to, yeah. let's go so-and-so. And I reached into my pocket and pulled out a little, you know, lunch size things of uh, thing of uh, lace, no. potato chips, and no. started. What would happen? What would your reaction no. be? I'd pull over till you finished. <laughs> and would I have to finish them outside the car? <laughs> yeah, or t yeah, and take your crumbs with you. I, I just don't. It has always bothered me. Maybe that's more of a pet peeve, but I consider it bad manners to get in somebody's car and start eating as they're driving. If I don't do it, you don't do it. Maybe, maybe in the past I've had like a candy bar. I'll go that far, but it'll be something quick, like a little bite of something. I, I, I just don't eat meals in the car, and there's some people who have no problem with that. Okay, well, hold the next few, 
And don't interrupt me right now because we're going to take a short break. I'm back to you on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And with that, I will say in a soft-spoken voice, so I'm not yelling too loud. I'm not talking too loudly. We'll be right back. Uninterrupted. (laughs) Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Oh, I'm Steve Baskerville. And I'm Howard Sudbury. And we talk about... He's gone rogue. Whatever we talk about... We're the Ramblin' Boys. I don't know what to add. He's all the characters. This is a one-man show. (laughs) And friends! Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. A partying Hungarian politician. A town in Austria with an unfortunate name. The 12 teen days of Christmas. COVID loopholes. And Rick's brush with Larry King. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. We are back. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. We're talking today about manners, good and bad. Feels awkward when you're not interrupted, doesn't it? Yes, it doesn't feel right. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't feel like we're doing a show. No, no, but it's still that's but get used to it. That's what you gotta do. You have to be uh, more mannerly as you do these things. Here's one that's high on the list, and I don't like it. You probably do much more of this than I do because I'm not Walter Winchell on the social media scene like you are. <laughs> and for those who don't know who Walter Winchell was, look him up because uh, that's what Howard is. He's the modern-day Walter Winchell. He's got to get the news and dispense the news. Is it dispense or disperse it? Um, disperse. Purse. Okay. I believe. Uh, he, okay, he's got to tell it. Uh, and here it is. You ready? Chronic cell phone users. They're wonderful until they replace personal contact. And if you're one of those people who constantly is tethered to your electronic device, don't be upset if all your friends start to walk a wide berth around you. When you're with other people, put your cell phone away. Okay, well, guilty as charged that I am I am too tethered to it, but that's generally around home. But when I'm around other people, I can put it down. And here at home, I've gotten into a better habit of leaving it leaving it in the other room, and and staying away from it. But um, you know the the addiction to it. And once again, it's not an excuse; it's a reason. It's 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 the pandemic, and it's being home so often. There are only so many shows you can watch on television and and that damn phone and all the sources of information, uh, it's too handy and it's out of boredom. Yeah, but there's got to be something else. You, you know, just try just try talking to people more. That's I mean, that's an old fashioned thing to do. I know. But, you know, do you have to be connected all the time? See, I put my phone away at certain parts of the day. I don't even see it. I mean, I can easily do that. I don't need to be connected to the world with information flowing all the time. Well, I don't either. That's why I said I leave mine in the other room a lot of the time. But, I mean, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading news. I'm reading articles. Uh, the, the stupid thing that I do is that when I see that, you know, something newsworthy happens, uh, <laughs> That I feel the need to text you with it. Like, you're not going to find out. Yeah. Uh, so-and-so just died. Yeah, so really? stupid. Yeah, so, really? Okay. I, I, I'm going to, but you have to get the information out the minute you hear it. The second you hear it, you got to throw it my way. Just to you. Yeah, and, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it'll be, you know, some celebrity that, Many times yeah. I thought the person was dead already anyway. Yeah. And then you're going to boom, you know. Wow, Catherine Hepburn just died again. I mean, <laughs> there's just some information that you've got to share so fast, and, and, and it bugs me. I, so I just like to disconnect once in a while. It'll just just it frees me up. It's freeing to do that. Try that. So play analyst for a second. What's wrong with me that I have to do that? Well, I think, um, I don't know, maybe you just, uh, uh, you feel that uh, you want to be first. 
You want to be, you, you, you feel like you want to be first in life all the time? Uh, no. The, the first, no, you no. don't. Um, well, it's kind of it's kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> there is no such thing as second. If coming in second is coming in last. Yeah, the old saying about it. You know what a good you know what the definition of a good loser? A loser. What is that? Yeah, a loser. Yeah. I think yeah. that was Vince Lombardi. Yeah. He died, by the way. Again? He did. He did. He did. I was just going to text I, you. I didn't get the text yet. Here's a good one. Here's a good one, I think. Invading personal space. Oh, yeah. No matter how close uh, you are to somebody, give, them, give him or her some, some personal space. Move back a little bit. Nobody likes having you underfoot all the time. You'll be amazed at how many fewer accidents you have when you give people room. Now, I'm going to tell you a story that uh, I, I came, and I was a lot younger then, and um, the, I, I almost caused an international incident because this was not my fault. We were, I was with my family in Paris, and we were going to the Louvre, and we were on their, their underground, uh, their, their, their subway system. Up out of the ground, about ready to get off, and, you know, you got all the poles in the middle that you hold on to to keep your balance. Yeah. So yeah. I had my pole on there. And a uh, and a, a smaller Frenchman was standing there. Had the pole. My son had the pole below me, and I my head my pole like at shoulder height. And there was a. Young and I know what you stop stop right there. I know what you did. That was so irritating. Okay, tell me. In bad manners. Tell me. Tell you, me. You you started pole dancing. <laughs> That's real bad manners. I don't but, care what country you're in. Everybody seemed to love it, and they all tipped me. Well, no, no, and there was a and there was a young woman that had her hand on holding onto the pole, like uh, above my son's hand. Anyway, we're all holding the pole. So, this this French, well, I shouldn't say gentleman, but this French guy, as we were nearing the stop, took my hand and slapped it off the pole. And in his mind, I, like, had my hand, um, like, um, in her space. And mm. he pointed, like, at his armpit, like I was smelling it, like she was trying to smell my body odor. Well, I, I didn't do anything. I was just holding the pole in front of me. Wasn't even looking. Wasn't even aware she was there. And I, well, I'm not going to tell you what I almost did to that guy but i took a deep breath and i thought i'm in a foreign country and i don't want to wind up in jail in a in in a, in a french jail and so i just i just left my hand off we got off we went to the louvre and said hi to the mona lisa were those two together did no. she know the guy no 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 he was a he was a nut he was a nut now, he was somewhere explaining that he just had to slap some nuts hand off of the pole. Yeah, because he had because the guy had his hand and he kept moving it closer to the to the beautiful woman. He kept moving his hand closer to the beautiful woman. I was paying more attention to my son and making sure that he was hanging on to the pole. You know, we were, well, and we were getting off. It was very crowded in the thing, too. I'm telling you, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't know she was there. I didn't. Did she? Was she upset? That's no. The, that's the main question. No. No. As I was staring at her. <laughs> now, but what you know, what's odd about that? One thing I noticed by traveling abroad is that uh, places like uh, you know Paris or London, I'm assuming London's the same way. They will sit you at a table. With other people. Yeah. They they have no problem with... The, now, if I go to a restaurant here at home, even if I'm by myself, I would not ever think that the waiter will take me to a table for four and there are two other people at that table. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's one thing that... That's one of my pet peeves in restaurants when they have the, when they have the bench 
seating. And then in front of the bench, they have the, the table for two. And when they put people along the bench seating, you might as well be eating with both people on both sides. You might as well be at the same table. I think that's, I think that's rude because I didn't, I don't know them. I didn't go out to dinner with them. Sure. And, and, but there are many people I'm, I'm thinking I had read at least social, uh, sociological studies and psychology uh, that, that the, to some, the invasion, the invasion of space is different for lots of places. What may irritate you necessarily isn't the custom somewhere else around the world, which is kind of interesting to me. Yeah, but I don't I even agree. like people stand. I don't like anybody standing cl- close to me and talking. I always have to back back, back away. There's a certain distance that you know it when you feel it. That's the best distance for talking to somebody especially if they're talking loudly. Hey, if you like Back to You, then be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview. We have been guests on that show as celebrities. Uh, Rick Kempfer and David Stern often delve into lesser-known details and lesser-known celebrities, in our case, <laughs> yes, yes. Of, of, of well-known celebrities or examinations well, into celebrities that aren't as well-known, which that would be our area. Well, Listen it, to Minutia Men, Celebrity Interview on Spotify, Opi Shows. Hang on, I can't find the rest of this. Or we're, oh, well, yeah, that's all. Or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. When I was uh, stumbling to find that, you could have interrupted me. No, I just I was enjoying it. <laughs> you were. All right, what yeah, do you got next? What do you got right, next, more, Miss Matters? Oh, you know, one more. One all right, more. Right, all right, here we go. Public displays of affection. Ridiculous. Those are considered, considered bad manners. Now, now you you might have a burning desire to to make out with your main squeeze, but do it in private. You don't need to inflict your constant desire to be in a lip lock on innocent bystanders. That's ridiculous. I mean, many people are embarrassed by public displays of affection, so keep things cool until you're behind closed doors. I agree. I agree, a hundred percent. That's one of the worst things that anybody can do. You don't need to do that. People don't want, nobody wants to see that. And that's a case where it's okay to stare. (laughs) I was going to say it leads to staring. And uh, if so, you know, more power to you. Uh, You're right. It does. Yeah. it, it, It falls in line with flat out rudeness. That's another one. You know, some people... Uh, you know, pretend no one else in the world is affected by their behavior, their actions, and their words. So it's always a good idea to, to treat other people as you want them to treat you. That sounds so That sounds so nice, doesn't it? But rude, you know, rude questions that might embarrass somebody. I don't, I don't like to bring up, uh, you know, personal stuff with people that you hardly know because it's rude, right? Well, unless you're doing an interview with them on this show. <laughs> yeah, because you're real. Yeah, yeah, we're real good at embarrassing people. <laughs> Just trying to get a reaction. Um, well, let me let me throw out one before we go here, sure. and it's a yeah. simple one. Are you one to um, open a door for a person if if you get there at the same time? Just open the door and and let them go through first. Yeah, I tend to do that. Now, there's something about that, and maybe you're going to bring it up. There's something about that that really can be irritating and piss me off if something doesn't happen as a person walks through. They don't say thank you? Yes, yes. Yeah. That, I feel like a real sucker when I do that. Like like you're the doorman. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I'm a, I'm a please and thank you person anyway, even when it's not necessary. I go out of my way. Sometimes I get caught in that little in-between uh, land of, uh, you know, where the discomfort is growing. How far away does a person have to be when they're too far for you to hold the door? Uh, they you know have I mean? to be. Like you're, you're, opening, <laughs> you're opening the door for yourself. You look, and there's somebody approaching. 
Well, let's say it's a revolving door and they're and they're flying up in a big hurry and they're gaining on you and they they're like two steps behind you. I might let them slip in there and then <laughs> push the revolver a little fast so they spin out. <laughs> but you, but you'll wait for them. You'll wait. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. You know, there are places that I have been to where they consider it like progressive and it might be it might be with uh with women or with younger women to where they're kind of offended if you open the door for them and let them go first because their reaction is hey hey pal hey grandpa i can open my own door have you ever had that that reaction i've never had them say that I haven't either, but I've had <laughs> Yeah, oh, sure. Uh, you have to sort of gauge it once again. You can. You have to quickly sum up the situation and who the person is, and uh, you know. Uh, but you're right about that. Uh, and and then I feel I'd rather I don't mind that as much as don't thank me. You know. Right. Yeah. I just I just remember it next time. Okay, when I see you again, don't ex- the door's going to slam in your face. So you said it straight. <laughs> Right. You know, you know the key word that that you said during this podcast. I think. What's that? Civility. Yes. Civility. Yeah. Show some show some civility sometime. Now, are you so? Another thing that is bad manners that I've been guilty of, uh, and uh, I really have a. I, I'm I'm sometimes lost as what is the. Is it such a bad thing if I don't do it? Uh, they say it is bad manners to ignore an RSVP request. Oh, Somebody yeah. invites you somewhere and an RSVP by next Thursday. I think it depends you, on who it is. Like if it's a mass, if it's a mass invitation like on Facebook, I think you could let that go. But if it's a little more personal and you know the person, I think that you should, uh, you know, make up your fake excuse <laughs> and send it back to them. So you always RSVP if somebody mails you or emails you or texts you an invitation and they say, let me know by, you know, next Friday night if you can make it. Oh, I didn't say that. I said you should. <laughs> <laughs> But they say the reason why you should <laughs> is because you are creating extra work for the host, uh, you know, when he or she has to call yeah. to ask you yeah. if you got the invitation. Good luck getting through on that call, too. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. It depends on who it is. Oh, uh, you know, I, we could go on forever on this, which we're not going to. Let me throw out another one. Um this is what I think is really horrible matters is that say you're driving down a, a two lane highway in the Chicago area that's fairly well traveled and the sure. traffic is backed up to the stoplight way in front of you and somebody is coming from the right, the right uh, intersection and needs to get out into this traffic which is backed up behind. It doesn't hurt you to let them through. It doesn't hurt also if somebody's in a bad spot, if they put their directional on and they need to get in front of it. Give them a little space. I believe in that. Yeah, but here's what happens to me more often than not. And, and, I, and it really makes me very uncomfortable and it's upsetting. You're there's a car in front of you and the light has turned green. Yes. Or or or, or and and there's a I don't know, there's a little woman uh, frail in a walker who is walking across the intersection. I know that the guy's not going because of what's in front of him. The car behind me starts honking like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't know the situation. Right. Yes. Yeah, and, and they're honking and honking. So the guy in front of you thinks it's you who's honking, <laughs> <laughs> and the maniac behind me is going crazy with move it, move it, move it. Yeah, 
And, and so, and I have my hands off the steering wheel looking at the guy in front of me going, I understand. It is not me, but it does seem like it's you. Sure it does. You're the one who's, who's the, you know, you're the asshole that is, that is yes. not understanding what I'm yeah. going through. Yeah. Well, one more related to that is that you get to the front of the intersection. You're in the right lane, and the sign is as big as it could be, and it says, no turn on red. But the car behind you is pinned up against your bumper, laying on the horn. And I'm not yes. going to run the right red yes. light because that dumbass is honking at me. And yes. it makes me yes. want to put, you know what it does? It makes me want to put my car in park and go out and slap the sign. <laughs> yes. Well, so that, that happens more frequently than the thing I brought up. Yeah. They don't know that there's a big sign that says not turning on red yeah don't turn on red that's, and, that's very funny it's true and the other side of the coin is the the sign that says uh don't turn on red if there are pedestrians present and there's not a pedestrian within a hundred mile then it does piss you off when that person will not turn on red <laughs> yeah. then you're on the other side of the coin and you're using your horn <laughs> yeah now, one last thing, and you're guilty of this. I'm just going to let the whole world know that you're guilty of this. The last one is using foul language in public. Now, I should explain that. When I, had, when I talk to you sometimes, and it's a nice weather day, I'll be outside, and I'll decide not to use my phone. I'll use my nice speaker. It, 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 my little jawbone, it's called. You know, it's about the size yeah. of a shoebox. Yeah. And and so I'm not holding a phone or and I don't even have my AirPods in. I'm listening to the viewers. You decide then to fill the air with cuss words. Yes. And I don't know what is that. What is that? Now, if I'm not on that speaker and we're talking, no cuss words. Oh. But somehow, but some, <laughs> somehow, what I'm on... When I put you on the speaker outside, I guess the number... Now, I'm not being mannerly by letting you know you're on the speaker. Because right. I usually oh, reveal all, that after you're six, six words deep oh, in the Oh, it's all, uh, it's all on you. And, and, and now you've gotten to where you count three. There's three. Yes. There's number <laughs> yes. four. Yes, yes. Obscenities, obscenities. And I say, how do I know yeah. that I'm in the air on your jawbone going to your neighbors? Yeah. You didn't tell yeah. me. Well, since it happens in our conversations, it has led me now to always, when I'm talking to anybody and I call them and they happen to be in the car, I have to know right away, hey, are you on hands-free? Because that will really dictate how i'm going to talk from that point on yeah especially when you're yeah. talking to me <laughs> that's right you know you could be cussing like a sailor uh and by the way the sailors are i guess sailors do cuss more than any other part of the military i don't know I about any more than any part of the military but i would imagine there's a fair amount of cussing going on how to ship at no, sea but, yeah you don't hear you know you're, you're, you're cussing like an infantryman no, you don't. I don't know where the I don't know where the saying came from, but uh, you're cussing I think that, like a pilot. I think when you get a bunch of guys together and women, the, you know, I mean, obviously in the military, and you're in those circumstances, you might you might cuss a little bit. You got to cuss about your you got to cuss about your superior officers. That's what you got to do is let off steam. Hey, we want to thank our executive producer Tony Lasano with OpiShows.com. Opi is hippo spelled backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. This is distributed by the always mannerly Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. This is over already? Are this you is over. This is over already because we covered every manner, every good manner <laughs> that could possibly be covered. And every bad one, too. And every bad uh, one. Well, well, get ready to hang this up because I got some cussing to do. Yeah, I'm going to call you. On. Get your jawbone fired up, and I'm going to let cuss a blue streak 
Well, uh, that's interesting. I have another uh, list here, but we're not going to get to it. It's on, you know, there's a whole list of uh, the curious origins of common phrases. I just found it, but I'm not going to get into that today. Uh, we're going we're gonna to save that uh, for another occasion. We'll save that for episode 63, which I think this is 62, but who's counting? Are you serious? Is it really? I think it is. Yeah. Man. Something, it's in that ballpark. Lord. All right. See ya. That's it? You were That's so, it. Uh, so mannerly about this whole thing today. I, w- I will uh, catch you on the, uh, on the next go-round. Okay, and as I say goodbye here and sign off and thank people for listening, don't interrupt me. <laughs> See, it's, it's, it's awkward. We're so used to being interrupted that it's awkward. Isn't it awkward? Okay, let's, feel right, right? let's say goodbye in unison. You ready? Anytime. Yeah, well, how goodbye. are you going to know when? It's not going to work that way. It's not going to work. How am I going to know in unison. How do I know when you're going to say it? Then just say goodbye. Goodbye. I'm done. I'm done. Peace. <laughs> Always the last word. Always the last word. <laughs> this OFI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, a tiny Peel P50 that didn't sell at auction, plus another one of our famous lists. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Lou Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. Is this over? Yes. <laughs>